Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Research Park Chronicles. I'm your host, Ricky McCollum, and throughout this podcast, I'm going to take you on a journey through the gateway to collaboration. We're going to talk about why university research parks are so integral to innovation, how the UT Research Park came about here in Knoxville, Tennessee, and what it's already accomplished. And in future episodes, we'll dive in even more to future projects within the park, developments between Volkswagen, which is the power behind the research park, and UT, and what research parks mean in the future of scientific discovery, technologies, economies, and consumers. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. So let's start from the beginning. I know you're all dying to know, Ricky, what exactly is a research park anyway? Well, I'm glad you asked. University research parks are the physical locations that are developed and designed to foster an environment of collaboration between universities, public and private sectors, and the federal research laboratories. So in the case of the UT Research Park, the goal is simple, to become a bridge between science and technology companies and the best up-and-coming scientific minds at the University of Tennessee. These places are established to enable a free flow of ideas between R&D institutes, universities, and research labs in order to solve real-world problems with innovation and cutting-edge solutions. And Volkswagen, the powerhouse German car manufacturer known for leading in the industry and innovation, want to create one right here in little old Knoxville, Tennessee. But why? The answer to that question lies 112 miles south of Knoxville. In 2008, Chattanooga, Tennessee came into focus when VW chose that scenic southern city as the location for its first U.S. auto plant since the closure of their Westmoreland assembly plant in Pennsylvania back in 1988. Now the Volkswagen Chattanooga assembly plant builds the U.S.-specific VW facade and the VW Atlas. With their own assembly plant located just 100 miles away, the well-established, research-centric UT Knoxville at hand and Oak Ridge National Laboratory just down the road, how could Knoxville not be the perfect location for researching composite materials? Now, of course, I say that as if it makes complete sense, but when I first began researching this podcast and reading about the UT Research Park, all I could think of is, why Knoxville? And how did we get so lucky? But then I had a conversation with my good friend, Dr. Leon Tolbert, who works in the Electrical Engineering and Computer Science Department at the University of Tennessee. And he gave me a little more backstory that will put this into perspective. So when Volkswagen first built their plant in Chattanooga, they came to the University of Tennessee, and that was probably more than 10 years ago, and wanted to engage the university because they were looking at hiring graduates of our university. They were looking at working with faculty, and, and they donated, a, I think, a pretty substantial sum of money at that time to fund research in engineering. And so the College of Engineering then gave out grants to faculty who were doing work related to electric vehicles and I believe got a couple of those grants uh, and worked with students on things related to power electronics for electric vehicles. But then I guess things just kind of coasted along there for a few years. And then more recently, a couple of years ago, they approached again wanting deeper involvement and came and, and looked at the work we were doing already related to electric vehicles, visited our department several times, and then approached us about establishing a Volkswagen Fellowship for graduate students. And 
in that fellowship, they would hire the students to work full-time at Volkswagen while they're pursuing their PhD. And this kind of follows the, the model in Europe, where a lot of the PhD students basically are full-time employees of companies, but they're pursuing a PhD, and they wanted to do something similar here at UT. And they did just that. VW approached UT and created an incredible program for PhD students to work full-time on research projects that will directly impact real-world struggles. So when these students complete the program, they will already have applicable industry experience to show for all of their hard work and a foundation of research that's already in place. Yeah, I think that the, the, the PhD program probably is, is pretty unique for, for the U.S. I mean, we, we have a PhD program in, in Germany at our headquarters um, where always the, the PhD students are Volkswagen employees. I think that's in a huge trend to a lot of the PhD fellows here in the in the US. So PhD fellows you will will talk to uh, later. They are all Volkswagen employees, and we're really um, working with them as our people to make sure we're having this close connection, um, not only to the university, also for for our students to really um, real life problems. You know, um, you're working on on wireless power transfer, for example. That's that's something we want to see the next years being being implemented in, in our cars. And so your your PhD research really has an has an a high impact. Same same with um, the research on, on sizing to optimize our, our composite parts. That's really um, applied research on a on a PhD level, which really um, helps the, the company moving forward with their innovations and also having the, the students working on, on real life problems. I think that's that's really unique and hopefully it's beneficial for both sides. So it all sounds pretty great, right? A world-renowned industry-leading automotive manufacturer choosing our Knoxville, Tennessee University to start exploring composite materials for more affordable, energy-efficient vehicles that we can make right here in the same state. Yeah, it's really awesome. And it gets even better. VW didn't just stop with the UT research part. In 2019, they announced that they would be using Knoxville as the site for their very first North American Innovation Hub. Now, in a partnership between Volkswagen, UT, and Oak Ridge National Laboratory, the Innovation Hub will be an extension, or rather an expansion, of the research park, and it will be able to further develop research opportunities for the UT doctoral students with a focus on electrical engineering and developing lighter components for composite materials. And those opportunities have already begun with the very first wave of doctoral fellows. William Hinken, a VW research fellow at the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, gave us a little bit more insight on just how incredible this PhD program has already been. It's an incredible experience. The fact that, you know, I'm the first one kind of paving the way, trailblazing. It makes me, you know, kind of smile to myself. And, you know, like, like I said, it's validation on everything I've done to this point. You know, as a grad student, you don't necessarily get those feelings all the time. So you got to take advantage of when you do. <laughs> Trailblazing. <laughs> I like that. That's the perfect way to describe both the program in general and your research projects and goals. What is it specifically that you're focusing on in the Innovation Hub, William? Volkswagen is very interested in next generation vehicles. And an extension of that is electrification and lightweighting. And so a lot of the work I'm doing is in the lightweighting aspect 
Um, and so I'm looking really at composite materials, uh, how to make them stronger, more efficient, and how to implement them in automotive application. So, you know, Department of Energy here in the East Tennessee area is huge. They have the National Transportation Research Center and they work closely with University of Tennessee, Knoxville. So we have great supporting cast, academic, adjunct faculty, you know, collaboration is prolific. And Volkswagen really saw that as an opportunity to, you know, put down some roots in this area. And um, we're really, you know, the first generation of fellows here, but I, I expect this to grow a lot. And grow, it most certainly will. This is VW's very first North American Innovation Hub. And as I said, it means that Knoxville is going to be joining the ranks of Berlin, Tel Aviv, and Tokyo, renowned sites for establishing VW Innovation Hubs. It still sounds just a little too good to be true, or at least it did to me. So I asked Mark Gibson, Associate Vice Chancellor of Research for the University of Tennessee, rather bluntly, what's up with that? Yeah, so that's a good question. I had the opportunity actually to visit their Tel Aviv hub last November, and I was kind of wondering the same thing, to be honest. I was like, you know, we're that that puts us in pretty uh, pretty prestigious company. I was really excited about that. You know, I had an opportunity to sit down with the folks in Tel Aviv, and they, you know, outlined why they're there and, and kind of what the motive was for Volkswagen to locate a hub in Tel Aviv, and certainly it was around their their innovation, their their startup culture that they have there. So I knew right away it was a little bit different why they were looking into Knoxville. I think they look at Knoxville as the future hub for materials and manufacturing. I think there's a lot to be said, obviously, for the, the strengths that we have here. But I think they also looked at the vision that the University of Tennessee had and the relationship that we have with ORNL and, you know, I think they, they really felt like we could move together. You know, together we could move a mountain and really create something special here. Dr. Uday Vadia, Governor's Chairs for Advanced Composite Manufacturing at the University of Tennessee, followed that up with... As you know, the uh, ecosystem here in Tennessee is very unique, right? Lehigh has a very large um, signature flagship university, University of Tennessee, the world's largest DOE lab in terms of materials research, Oak Ridge Lab, just 20 miles away, the manufacturing demonstration facility at Oak Ridge, and the industry network, which you know combines along with IACME, which is, again, a very unique piece in this whole equation. So the entrepreneurial aspect of it is almost natural in that because there are so many technologies that are at play, and a lot of the students and personnel who work throughout, you know, in terms of progressing to a certain end point as part of their academic career. Uh, many of the students are extremely entrepreneurial already, but now that gives them a purpose and a real vision of where their business and entrepreneurial skills could get to. So we have a number of such examples of students starting companies as part of their PhD or master's training, like the Innovation Crossroads program between Oak Ridge and UT uh, makes a very good case for uh, these students to get seed funding and going. So the hub that you have here or the innovation hub is a key part of the entire uh, process because now that gives a real home to these kind of ideas to set up, you know, whether it's a space or an asset or a process or the infrastructure required for such a daunting uh, step that they would take. 
So such a thing is extremely easy because of operation like the Innovation Hub. So I believe it should become a very natural relationship on multiple fronts. It would not, the technology is just one piece of it. I mean, you have the manufacturing side, you have the material side, the electrification, battery, so many aspects of Volkswagen's interests which fall within that. But alongside, there's a huge need for the workforce development and then the trained, not only at the PhD level, but also all the way from the technician, people on the shop floor, so you need multiple points of engagement with the company. So I think the vast range of programs that UT could offer, along with Oak Ridge and the ecosystem, will continue to engage VW in a you know a continuous way. So that will also then excite their supply chain, the tier suppliers, tier one, two, three. So they will want to set up operations in the proximity. So it has a cascading effect of uh, you know benefit for sure. A cascading effect. That's the perfect way to describe the blossoming partnership that just keeps going between UT and Volkswagen. And it's certainly cascaded into some wonderful research opportunities and projects. And since Dr. Hendrik Micah has been there from just about the beginning of the cascade, we turn to him for a little more information on that partnership. The conversations, at least I have been, been part of, started roundabout in, in 2015. I think everybody remembers when uh, IACME, the Composite Institute, was founded in in Knoxville. Awesome event with President Obama on, on site. And today we're proud to announce our latest manufacturing hub, and it is right here in Tennessee. Led by the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, the hub will be home to 122 public and private partners who are teaming up to develop materials that are lighter and stronger than steel. Volkswagen is proud to be a founding member of this institute, which is basically led by University of, of Tennessee in Knoxville. And I think that's that's basically how everything started. And in the following years, we had several um, IACME projects together with UT to develop lower cost, high speed manufacturing, really efficient method for automotive lightweight composites. Um, also looked at recycling processes um, with UT together in the last years. I think really the highlight of this project is the Volkswagen Atlas liftgate. And I think that's that's pretty much how it began and how we started our cooperation with UT. And, and finally, in 2015, we opened the, the Innovation Hub in, in Knoxville, which is another major milestone in this um, yeah, development of a big part of innovation is, is basically co-creation. So if you're, if you're working with companies or experts from, from different fields, that basically creates a lot of innovation, the way that new ideas are trickling in, into your field of expertise. We see that, for example, with some of, of the UT faculties, where we combining fields like AI with material research, which is really kind of, of a new a way to create um, in innovations or when we when we work in with uh, experts of your carbon renewable uh, center to create really um, innovative materials for, for automotive applications we work in with producers of, of paper and and plastics on the other side and in combining that to, to awesome new products i think that's that's really where you see um, innovation um, and taken taking place. So it's, it's really the, the capability of having all these different uh, people available for Volkswagen to work with and, and have this cooperation uh, with UT. I 
think that's how you might want to describe innovation. Throughout this whole discussion, we've heard from several different perspectives of the evolution of where the partnership came from, and most importantly, where it evolved into. But which really came first? Was it the innovation hub that started the conversation? Was it the LiftGate project or specific research that defined really what the innovation hub was going to be? Or was it neither? Don't worry, listeners. This isn't the chicken or egg scenario. We do have an answer. A good one. From Mark Gibson. Yeah, that's a good question. So the LiftGate project was really kind of our launch pad, right? That's an IACME project you know, led by uh, several of our faculty members here that I think you're probably also going to talk with, Dr. Uday Vaidya and then uh, Dr. Diakar Panamadu. That project got off the ground and really, I think, excelled their thought process on the confidence that they would have in what we are capable of doing, right? And so I, I think once we established that we could do the work and that we had the expertise and that we had the equipment here. I mean, if you look at the resources that we have here, it's pretty phenomenal. On a global scale, I'm not sure that anyone in the world has the, the type of capabilities that we have here between UT and ORNL. The cool nuance there is essentially what they do is they identify a project, okay? And they come to us and they say, can you solve this project? And we connect them with a faculty member that we think can solve the problem. And then they create a statement of work. The faculty member goes and identifies a PhD student. And then Volkswagen pays the PhD student to go to school at UT. We're talking about the lift gate on the back of one of these vehicles, right? To do something like that, you know, I think Volkswagen told me at one time, and you have to ask them, but I think they told me at one time to get something like that changed and, and on the assembly line, on one of their vehicles, it typically takes like five years. Right. And, you know, we, we, we fast tracked that. I mean, you look at what, what we were able to do. I mean, we were able to do that really in like two to three years. And it's, it's now going to be, you know, manufactured going on the assembly line and consumers are going to be able to buy vehicles that are going to be manufactured in Chattanooga that had University of Tennessee and Oak Ridge National Laboratory technology in it. I mean, how cool is that? But you can kind of look at, you know, some of the other projects that are taking place now too. I mean, it's not just around lightweighting and composites. Now they're moving into, into batteries. You know, one of the big things, and you have to ask Volkswagen a little bit more about this, but one of the big things about that plant is they've also started, you know, almost a billion dollar infrastructure improvement slash addition in Chattanooga. And you got to think that plant's less than 10 years old to do all battery work and battery research. And so they're really going to be looking at faculty members here. In fact, uh, two of the projects that they've kicked off already are going to be housed in our uh, Department of Electrical Engineering Computer Science and, and doing battery work. And I think that speaks volumes that they're not just here to do composites and manufacturing, but they're here to access other areas of expertise too, which I think is pretty cool. So Mark mentioned the LiftGate project. Let's talk a little bit more about that. It's the project that really is the main focus right now at the UT Research Park. So we're going to get into more details and specifics about that in one of our upcoming episodes. But it is the first project which the Research Park is actively working to find an innovative solution to the real-world problems. And it's very important to Tennessee, specifically because 
While the research park in Knoxville are working hard to create the solution, the VW plant in Chattanooga is working hard to implement said solution. So the entire project from start to finish is being handled right here in East Tennessee. So of course when it comes to a project like this, we have to think ahead of what the impact of a project will have in the future. So what does this project mean for the future of the Innovation Hub in 5, 10, or 15 years? So in the liftgate project, as one uh, type of intermediate materials have been used, but composites offer such a broad design space. It's like a painter's palette, really. You can choose a range of different things and come up with unique innovations every single time. So it just offers innumerable you know, possibilities for futuristic designs. So the Volkswagen uh, liftgate project, as you know, was one of the first signature projects for IACME under the uh, Composites Institute. Volkswagen is a key company in the Tennessee area in Chattanooga. They're producing vehicles. Most of the current vehicles require light weighting because of possibilities for energy savings, energy efficiency, less fuel consumption and so on. So every ounce that you save from the vehicle's weight impacts the economy in terms of its uh, cost savings down the road. So the whole idea from Volkswagen, currently their lift gates are made out of stamped steel, sheet metal, uh, which is good, excellent uh, material. But there's a lot of potential that composites offer, such as high impact resistance, ability to tailor, create deep draws, complex shape parts, uh, near net shape parts. So we had a good potential there to use all the attributes of composites towards this application. And that's where the unique combination of IACME, uh, Oak Ridge, University of Tennessee, this ecosystem came into play, of course, with other partners as part of this project. So really all our industry projects or industry-related projects are highly valuable because it provides the students and the staff working on it a real-world opportunity. So everything they're doing has a purpose, meaning, and an actual tangible product, process, etc. down the road that they can see how what their research is actually leading into. So the Volkswagen project, like any other project, obviously engaged a number of students, both undergrad and grad students, towards problem solving all the way from design, process, process modeling, testing, characterization, you know, the whole process of designing a part all the way to the end product. So they could actually see the fruits of their labor, you know, at different stages as it was going on. So that led to a lot of fundamental research along the way for PhD and master's students, as well as a lot of experiential learning for undergraduate students who had never even seen or known what Composites was about that gave them the opportunity. So when they now put their CV together or resume, they would have a huge impact when they go to their interview they can actually speak in terms of real-world opportunities they have been faced. So it's a very valuable relation and you know, experience. And of course, the LiftGate project is just the beginning, and only one of many projects in research studies being done in the Innovation Hub. So when I was with Dr. Tolbert, I asked him the question about how he thought the university could help advance the future of electric vehicles and technology for Volkswagen. So I was really excited when Volkswagen approached us to talk about electric vehicles and uh, their, their plans that they're doing in Chattanooga to, to build new vehicles, mostly because 
I've worked on electric vehicles since the 1990s. A lot of that was through Oak Ridge National Lab and the research that they're doing at National Transportation Research Center. They've been working on electric vehicles since the early 90s. And I really see electric vehicles and just electrification of transportation in general as a bright future and and the trend that's uh, global. We've done quite a bit of work on looking at traction drives, using silicon carbide wide band gap materials to electrify vehicles. And I think as we've seen, a lot of companies are pursuing autonomous vehicles, and that's also going to require electrification of vehicles in order to be able to charge while they park and, and things like that. So we really see a bright future and we're very excited when, when Volkswagen came and, and wanted to work with us on this. So at the University of Tennessee, in our department, we have a wide band gap traineeship for graduate students, and that's funded by the U.S. Department of Energy, specifically to attract U.S. citizens to work on wide band gap power electronics. And we've had probably more than two dozen students in that program uh, since it's initiated, and most of them are MS students. And I think Volkswagen saw that program, saw our general strengths in power electronics, saw the tremendous amount of work being done at Oak Ridge National Lab and came and wanted to partner with us in that area. And so they, they were interested in a couple of students coming out of this traineeship, transitioning to become VW fellows and pursue PhD. And I think what we like as faculty and working with industry is we want our research to eventually end up being used somewhere. And so it really helps inform our research to make it real world, applicable. And I think students too really gain a lot in working with industry because what they're working on, they they hope one day will show up in a vehicle. So I think obviously there's lots of technologies that go into cars and, and we've talked about the electrification of transportation. And so I do think there is quite a bit of room to grow in just uh, drivetrain technology. There's a lot of room to grow in autonomous vehicles, a lot of room to grow in energy storage and battery technology. And I think this is a unique place, having Oak Ridge National Lab, TVA, University of Tennessee, and and all of the, the research that goes on here. I would be remiss if I don't also mention current. It's an NSF a DOE Engineering Research Center dedicated to looking at the future electric grid. And uh, so we have one of the top programs in the country in power systems and power electronics and more than 100 graduate students in that area. And so this is just really a, a great place for things like that. So there you have it. Now you know exactly what a research park is and how Knoxville ended up as the home of the next Volkswagen Innovation Hub. Next time, we're going to dive in even deeper. That's right. We're going to learn about the history of the research park. We'll talk about how it started, what drew VW to it, and how it's become an integral part of the innovation hub as a gateway to collaboration. So what exactly was the siren's call that drew attention back to Knoxville and convinced VW to bring their North American innovation hub to us? Find out next time in the Research Park Chronicles. Thank you for listening to the Research Park Chronicles with Ricky McCollum. We'll pick up next time with the history of the UT Research Park. And keep up with the latest episodes by subscribing on Apple or Google Podcasts, 
Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found.